The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. All right, we want to welcome on DraftKings content specialist Julian Edlow to the pod. Julian, appreciate you coming on. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Ready for game two, just like you guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, we're ready to uh, take a deep dive into some game two betting. Um, so we could just start off with looking at that spread. And we looked at the game one spread. It closed at about minus five and a half for the Suns. Um, it went as high as minus seven at one point, And then Giannis was ruled in. Game two line, uh, fairly similar. Minus five for the Suns. Do you think that's a little bit too big now that we know Giannis is, is going to play? And we saw him play 35 minutes and he looked fairly healthy in game one. Now, it seems right to me, to be honest. Um, you know, the, yes, this did shoot up uh, at one point in time. But when Giannis was ruled in, it took it took a dip to four and a half. Um, and like you said, closed around five. So the number, you know, it opened five and a half. Thought it would come down a little. It's coming to about five. Um, and that seems to be the appropriate number. Uh, and I'm, you know, most likely going to be siding with the Suns once again after that game one. Um, you know, did Giannis look healthier than any of us thought? Yeah, I think so. But at the same time, you know, Middleton shot volume, 26 shots, still shot almost 20, uh, 50% from the field. Um, Brooke Lopez, uh, you know, he was so bad on defense, he got knocked off the floor. But in his 23 minutes, three of five from downtown, 17 points. So for me, you know, Bryn Forbes hit two of four threes. Pat Connington hit two of four threes. The Bucks shot well and played well. So for Crowder to go over, for Booker to go one, one of eight, um, I feel like the Suns have more room for improvement than the Bucks, and Aiton has a mismatch no matter who's on him. Chris Paul and Booker uh, getting those switches on the pick and rolls. The Suns just seem to have more advantages to me and, uh, you know, can somehow improve more on game one than I think even the Bucks can improve on game one. So is Suns laying the points uh, a bet for you or just kind of a, a lean? Something I was thinking about was game one for the Suns. They had a huge rest advantage. Obviously, the travel advantage, being able to stay at home while the Bucks had to go from Atlanta then to Phoenix to play a Tuesday night after finishing a series up on Saturday. So is that maybe situational disadvantage that the Bucks had on Tuesday, but being back on track and the, the zigzag theory kind of keeping you on the sideline for this game? So I, I think there was a bigger advantage in game one for Phoenix. Um, and I played the first half in that game, almost playing into that, that Milwaukee would would come out a little sluggish, that Giannis, if he played, would have some rust to knock off. Um, and that wasn't even necessarily the case, but it, it wound up working out. So I, I would say maybe not as big of a play on the Suns as as game one. But uh, yeah, it's it's. Early in the day, um, you know, as we're recording this, I, I want to see where this goes. I think there's a shot at like four and a half again. Um, so I, I want to get the better number. I'm thinking about, I'm not too concerned about the zigzag, honestly. I think the Suns are the better team. I think the home court advantage they have now uh, plays a factor. I, I want to see, uh, you know, potentially about backing the Suns early again. They've been fantastic at home on the first quarter line all season, all postseason. It's one and a half, smaller number than game one. That's a spot that I'm thinking about. But Milwaukee, you know, 
Coach Bud doesn't make many uh, adjustments, especially in-game, and he actually did that in game one uh, and got Milwaukee a little bit of momentum late in that game, even though the Suns were able to fend it off. So maybe Milwaukee comes out a little bit stronger in this game. I'm still trying to figure out myself if backing the Suns early, backing the Suns for the full game, waiting for a better number, going bigger on on some props that jump out uh, what the play is. But yeah, definitely a strong lean on Suns and uh, some kind of action on that side. Uh, piggybacking off of the uh, props that you mentioned, are there any uh, player props going into game two or ones that you're kind of monitoring throughout this series that you uh, think might have some value based on matchup or usage? Eight and overs, Lopez unders. Um, I bet Brooke Lopez under 15 and a half points in game one. As soon as Giannis was ruled in, got a great number. It closed. It reopened 13 and a half. Did everything right. Brooke Lopez gets benched in the second half of that game, only plays 23 minutes. If you told me all of that information beforehand, what about a two-unit play, a three-unit play? Of course, he goes three or five from downtown and scores 17 points. I don't think that's going to happen again. So I think that Lopez unders in this series, um, whether he's matched up with Aiton, whether he's getting switches and Chris Paul and Devin Booker are knocking him off the floor on those pick and rolls, it's not a Lopez series in my mind. Um and then with Aiton, well, we saw the dominance. You know, he's a rebound away from a 20-20 game in game one. So uh, I think he's 29 and a half on the points, rebounds, assists. Um, that's probably a spot that I'm going to be going in, in game two because I didn't see anything in game one that makes me think, uh, you know, the Bucks can adjust in this way to to shut down Aiton. It's really just Aiton having a bad game is, is what it would come down to. And he hasn't seemed to do that. He's shooting over 70% in the postseason, So he hasn't been missing. I don't know why he's going to start missing in, in game two of the NBA finals. I did the Brooke Lopez points, rebounds, uh, and assists under 21 and a half. And I thought that was way too high. And then Lopez absolutely just went off in that game. So that was very unfortunate. Um, Julian live betting. Uh, we talked a lot about pregame bets. Uh, have you done any live betting for game one? Have you done a lot, a lot of live betting throughout the playoffs? What would kind of your advice be for people who maybe don't like the lines pregame, but maybe want to do some live betting throughout the game? Yeah. Um, the best advice that I can give on live betting is to take advantage of an in-game injury. Um, and, you know, I don't think we want to see anybody get hurt in this game tonight, but just speaking in general, when following the NBA, guys are going to get hurt. And when somebody does get hurt, that number is not going to be affected on the live line uh, or foul trouble. We can say foul trouble as well. Somebody fouls out, somebody gets five, they're going to sit, you know, gets five in the middle of the third quarter. They're going to sit for a while. Um, that is the best way to take advantage of it. Um, it's a little grimy from time to time. Like when, when Trey Young went down with that ankle injury, uh, they were up like five on, on the Bucks in that game. I came back and smashed the Bucks, and it wound up working out. Um, you could just kind of feel it. And Young came back in and just wasn't himself. So that's the way that, that I would look to take advantage of it. Um, you know, maybe if you like the Suns tonight and they, they go down eight points in, in the first quarter, and they look good to you, and they're, they just happen to be 0 of 8 from 3, and you think these shots are going to fall. They're just having some bad luck. That's the other time that you would maybe get in. Um, but that's more of a, an eye test thing versus when an injury or a foul situation occurs. Um, that's where you're getting your edge. Like Just to give an example, I, there was one game this season, regular season game, where it was Steph Curry going back to Charlotte, um, so like his homecoming game. He got ruled out like after – the game came off the board. It, it was that late. And so you jump in on the live line, like 
right in the first quarter when it was like two nothing, that line was still for Curry to be playing in that game. And he wasn't. Uh, so that's a, that's going to happen once a season. That's a, that's kind of an outlier there, but just to give you, you know, an example of the injuries guys ruled out on the live line that is not baked in. And that's where you get your edge. Yeah. I was looking around DraftKings, and there's plenty of several creative ways you can bet the series. You can bet the series spread. It sounds like you like the sun. So maybe minus one and a half on the series spread. It's minus minus one thirty. interests you. There's also several game two series doubles. So if you like the Suns to win tonight and to win the series, you can bet minus 140 on that prop. Is there anything in the series prop market that you like that you're uh, comfortable with playing before game two tonight? Yeah. So before game one, uh, my best bets article for DK Playbook, I wrote up the Suns first half, which I told you guys about. And the other two things that I wrote up were the double result Suns to win game one, Suns to win the series at minus 125, and Chris Paul at plus 160 to win finals MVP. You're getting worse numbers now, but I don't hate going back to to the same well. The minus 140 to win game two and win the series. Like if the Suns are winning this game up to nothing, their series odds are tremendously uh, increased. They're going to be like minus five, 600 favorites uh, if they go up to nothing. So yeah, minus 140. If you like him tonight, you like him for the series. I, I like that. You mentioned the minus one and a half games. I think they get it done before uh, before game seven. But, you know, maybe the the game two and series double result a, a little bit safer. Um, and then Chris Paul. I've been talking about Chris Paul for finals MVP since he was plus twelve hundred. Um, we talked about it with we talked about it on the on the stadium show. Uh, we talked about it on some DK shows. It's been slowly taken down, down, down. Minus 143, I don't care. That's still a good bet. If you're telling me the Suns are minus 345 for the series, Chris Paul is going to win MVP if the Suns win this series. So getting that at minus 143 is a great way to get a discount on the Suns in the series. Yeah, I love that. That's like your uh, Tom Brady might not be the best player, but if the, his team wins, odds are he's getting MVP. Um, last thing, we haven't talked total yet. Total close, 219.5 in game one. Sitting right around the same, 220 as of right now for game two. Uh, any thoughts from you on uh, the total? Went over late in game one. Maybe we see the same thing. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to play anything here. I lean over. I lean over more on the Suns team total because I trust them a little bit more. Um, obviously, you can tell I'm pretty Suns heavy. So, you know, you don't want to expose yourself too much to, you know, Suns team total over. Suns minus one and a half games. Suns to win game two and win the series. Like, you want to pick your spots and, and make your strongest plays. Um, but yeah, the thing that I liked was, you know, first of all, Giannis looked healthy. So that helps Milwaukee in transition, get out and get some quick buckets. Number two, what Chris Paul said after the game, um, that their, you know, strategy in this series is to play fast, uh, and that his teammates, you know, him as an older guy, a point guard likes to slow down and play a little bit of a half court offense. His teammates are telling him, no, we got to push the pace against this team. And we saw them do that some, and I think they're going to do it more in game two. So, um, I mean, Chris Paul kind of told us they're going to get try and get more possessions in this game, more possessions, more points. That uh, gives me that lean to to the over, but it's a fair number. I don't know if I'm going to fire on it. I don't think you want to be playing the under in these games, put it that way. All right, Julian, we appreciate you coming on. I know you're on Twitter. You give out picks and you write things uh, for DraftKings. Where can people find your work? Where can people find you on social media? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Julian Edlow. Keep it very simple. Um, and yeah, find find my articles on the DraftKings playbook. 
Uh, you can find, we're doing the sweat five days a week, uh, show over here at DraftKings and, uh, my podcast unreasonable odds, uh, once a week now, it'll start being twice a week during NFL season. So, uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff. Awesome. Julian Edlow. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having me guys.